everyone. I'm Carrington Anderson. And I'm Laura Lee Harris. Welcome to the Chamber Beat Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your favorite platform, so make sure to follow and subscribe to receive notifications when we release our weekly episode. We will inform our members of the inner workings of Capitol Hill with updates on legislation tracked by the Chamber. Also, we will hear from legislators and decision makers who serve to make Tennessee an even better state to live and do business. Well, I'm having trouble being serious this week because Carrington was just telling me about something crazy that she's eaten. Oh, no. <laughs> what have you eaten, Carrington? Tell everyone. One, two, three. I tried a guinea pig. It was years ago, and, you know, it wasn't that bad. Kind of just like chicken. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was talking about a guinea, but no, she was talking about a guinea pig. So there's that. Yeah. Um, I will say, sometimes this podcast is going to get a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> We just need to give up on sports, I think. But anyway, we really appreciate all of you who joined us for annual meeting this week. It was a busy, busy week for us with the legislators being out on Monday for President's Day. And then we had annual meeting on Tuesday. So um, with that, we we have a message from Bradley and just want want you all to hear that. Hey there, it's Bradley Jackson with the Tennessee Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Uh, wrapping up a big week uh, at the chamber. We had our 111th annual meeting uh, in Day on the Hill. It was a tremendous opportunity to bring together business leaders from all across the state, uh, really to acknowledge the work uh, this session that the General Assembly is doing on behalf of of business and industry. Uh, We had over 500 participants. It was one of our largest um, Day on the Hill events ever. Uh, Maintained afternoon programming, and celebrated kind of the right to work effort uh, in Tennessee. So I want to thank all of our sponsors and attendees from all across the state. Uh, and we look forward to a really strong legislative session this year where we'll wrap up uh, and make a number of accomplishments for the business committee. Thanks, Bradley. Next, we're going to move into bill updates, and I'm going to start with tax. And the first bill I'll mention is Senate Bill 148 by Senator Hale and House Bill 130 by Representative Curtis Johnson. This is a Board of Equalization bill, and it eliminates the Assessment Appeals Commission step and the appeals process for disputing property tax appraisals and assessments. This legislation has moved fairly quickly, and several of those in the business community and members have noted concern at the pace in which this bill has moved, and there have been a few aspects of the bill that we just have questions about and are wanting clarity on, and the Comptroller's Office is the one who's brought this bill, and the reason they brought this bill is because they're trying to streamline the process and believe that the board isn't functioning how they used to or how they should be now Um, and the chamber's concerns are is that this puts a lot of pressure on the taxpayer to make their argument abundantly clear at the ALJ level and we are in conversations with them and are trying to offer some suggestions but I will continue to keep you all updated on that legislation. The next bill that I'll bring up is Senate Bill 1310 by Senator Bailey and House Bill 157 by Representative Baum and this is relevant to business taxes, and this bill actually eliminates the business tax for tax periods that begin on or after January 1st of 2024. This bill is scheduled to be heard in the Senate Finance Ways and Means Revenue Subcommittee this Tuesday. Next, moving into workers' compensation, first bill I'll mention is Senate Bill 97 by Senator Wally and House Bill 396 by Representative Gant. This is a constituent bill that Senator Wally has brought, and it expands and accelerates workers' compensation death benefits for spouses who remarry independents. 
we have been meeting with sponsors and currently as drafted we are opposed but we are working with senator wally to come up with a solution the next bill that i'll mention is senate bill 263 by leader johnson and house bill 82 by leader lamberth this also is a workers compensation bill and makes various changes to workers compensation law regarding attorney fees medical expenses, award timelines, and the benefits of settlement. This bill has been amended and we are supportive of the amendment and it also extends the sunset of attorney fee award statute for two years. And we've been very involved in this legislation and we're the one that brought the amendment. And this bill has passed in the Senate with a different amendment, so it will have to go back on message and it has passed in the Commerce Committee and the House. Thanks, Carrington. And yes, there's a lot going on in the environment and energy space right now. Uh, First, I'll start with Senate Bill 685 by Senator Reeves, House Bill 980 by Representative Terry. We brought this up last week in the Chamber Beat podcast, but it's about solid waste facilities, and um, we believe that there needs to be a broad conversation on solid waste infrastructure. However, this bill might not be the best way to go. Um, as it would create a lot of confusion and inconsistency for business. It will be heard in the House Ag and Natural Resources Subcommittee on Tuesday, and we're talking to lawmakers about our concerns with that legislation. Uh, Senate Bill 1389 by Chairman Sutherland and House Bill 946 by Chairman Boyd would require a um, political subdivision that chooses to impose requirements or expectations related to clean energy used in a public utility by ordinance, resolution, or other regulation to um, abide by the definition as noted in this legislation. The definition of clean and renewable energy in this legislation does include natural gas and it also includes nuclear as a form of clean energy. This bill is waiting to be calendared in the Senate Energy Committee and will be heard in the House Commerce Committee on Tuesday. We support this legislation and look forward to working with the sponsors to get it across the finish line. Next is Senate Bill 367 by Senator Wally, House Bill 483 by Chairman Boyd, and this bill would prohibit a local government from prohibiting a certain type of appliance based on the type of energy it uses. Um, In some states, there have been efforts to prohibit natural gas, and this legislation would prevent that from occurring in Tennessee. This passed in the Senate this week, and it will be on the House consent calendar on Monday, and we support that bill as well. There arose House Bill 482 by Chairman Boyd, and it would increase the punishment for offenses of vandalism against critical infrastructure from a Class E felony to a Class C felony. That legislation is waiting to be calendared in the Senate Judiciary Committee, and it will be heard in the House Criminal Justice Subcommittee on Tuesday, and we support that legislation as well. Senate Bill 1377 by Chairman Sutherland, House Bill 799 by um, Representative Zachary would establish minimum energy conservation standards for new residential construction. And the main goal of this legislation is to provide consistency throughout our state for energy code and new residential construction. It's, will be, it will be heard in the Senate Commerce Committee and the House Business and Utilities Committee on Tuesday. Chamber also supports that legislation. And next on environment energy is Senate Bill 464 by Senator Hensley, House Bill 447 by Representative Sapicki, and it designates a segment of the Duck River in Murray County as a Class II scenic river. And at the chamber, we're still 
learning the implications of a class two scenic river and working with the sponsor to um, see how this would affect business. But it's been deferred to the final calendar in Senate Energy and it will be heard in House Ag on the House Ag Subcommittee on Tuesday. Now just a couple bills on workforce and education. Senate Bill 198 by Senator Lundberg, House Bill 250 by Chairman Haston would require um, local education agencies and public charter schools to offer nationally recognized assessments uh, to understand and measure a broad range of foundational workplace skills to students. So every student would be given the opportunity to take this test so that they are um, best assessed for whenever they go into the workforce. And this is set for House K-12 subcommittee on Tuesday and the Senate Education Committee on Wednesday. Next, we'll talk about other bills that have been relative to business. And the first update I'll give is last week we talked about House Bill 1158 by Representative Chris Todd. And that bill was adding liabilities for businesses that post signage prohibiting firearms. And that bill was taken off notice, but there is another bill and that is House Bill 1005, Senate Bill 1503. And Representative Grills is the sponsor in the House and his bill is adding an amendment which is very similar to the Representative Chris Todd bill and that will still be adding liability for businesses that post signage prohibiting firearms. And this bill is scheduled to be heard in House Civil Justice Committee and as amended, the chamber is opposed. Bill I mentioned is Senate Bill 11 by Leader Johnson and House Bill 2 by Representative Zachary. This is making various permanent provisions regarding COVID-19 and that is removing the sunset for business liability protections which we are very supportive of and this bill has passed on the Senate floor and is scheduled to be heard on the House floor. The next bill that I'll mention is Senate Bill 822 by Senator Hensley and House Bill 1189 by Representative Fritz. And this bill limits circumstances under which a qualified civil liability action may be brought against certain manufacturers, dealers, and sellers of firearms and related products. We are monitoring this legislation and it is scheduled to be heard in the House Civil Justice Committee on Wednesday where we'll then provide you further updates. And then one more bill, Senate Bill 122 by Senator Nicely, House Bill 40 by Representative Reedy. I believe we've talked about this before, but it would prohibit foreign ownership of real property in this state. However, in House Property and Planning Subcommittee on Wednesday, it was amended to say that sanctioned foreign businesses, sanctioned foreign governments, and sanctioned foreign aliens were prohibited from purchasing real property in this state. So as amended, we are good with that legislation, but wanted to keep you all updated because I know a number of businesses have reached out with concerns regarding. And then one more update we have, we do want to tell you all about committee meetings we have next week. So on Thursday, I think it's going to be a pretty heavy committee, chamber committee day for us. Um, on at 10 a.m., we'll be having an environment and energy special committee to discuss some water bills and solid waste bills. And then at 11, we have the Workforce and Education Committee to go through all legislation we're tracking relative to workforce and education. And then but Carrington has a, a committee too. So. Yes. The HR and Legal Committee will be meeting on Thursday as well, and we're still finalizing that time. But I'll be sending out an email, and it will most likely be in the afternoon. Perfect. Well, hope you all have a great weekend, and we'll have more for you next week. Thanks. Thanks.